My name is Will JD3. Find me on IG, W I L L J D3, number three. And I'm rocking with the I Don't Care What You Think podcast. It's lit. Yeah. Yo, welcome to the I Don't Care What You Think podcast. We got a special guest in the building. Somebody I truly, truly, this is, this is hand picked by me. No lie. I don't care how he look at himself, but he one of the dopest poets I've heard. In a long time, because I ain't going to be disrespectful and save my life, but in a long time. So I'm a professional poet. We got the professional poet who hails from North New Jersey. Well. So what's up, Well? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. Glad to be here. I mean, I appreciate you accepting. Oh, hold on. I appreciate you. Accepting the handout because you ain't even had to do that. I found y'all on uh, TikTok and I was like, oh, nah, they lit. And they in Jersey? Yeah, man. Yes. But, I mean, Well told us um, he was a bit of a J. Cole supporter and he said the closest thing to a poet in hip hop to him right now is Cole. So for him, we give him some J. Cole. Yeah. You feel me? It put, it put, whoa, call me, bro. Get out of here. So anyway, like I was saying. Close. This is Bill for. One, 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 Shout out to Ray, one, who couldn't two, be one, here, who think J. One, Cole is the God. One, one, you know what I mean? One, two, one, one, well, we here right listen. now. Close. I stare at my uh -huh. dreams as they approach. Gotta be patient and trust in God. He the coach. Temptations are taking a shortcut, but I don't. Cause I ain't trying to be an almost. When I get it, I'm afloat. Gone are the days we was close. Now when I see you, I look at you just like a ghost. A shell of your former self, so caught up with that dope. Uh -huh. Two niggas singing two different notes, and you know I got a coast. Nothing but a dollar and some hope. Up in and wide, but damn, what hurts me the most? You was a good nigga, we knew each other's folks. Now you gotta ride around with the toast, and you keep that shit close. Cause niggas plotting on you since you chose to roll around with the candy paint on spokes. You know field niggas don't like it when you boast. You know 12 be taking notes and they watching you close. But maybe you don't see him cause the smoke clouding your vision from every cigar that you soak. Plus the lean you sipping which started as a joke. Got you now fiending for your next dose. Meanwhile, I'm so close. Don't even give a fuck that I'm broke. Cause in my mind, I'm rich with shit I done wrote. Therefore, I'm convinced that this is supposed to happen. And in time, I'm a blow. They gon' label me the GOAT. How long has it been since we spoke? Last night, I jumped up from my sleep. I was soaked. Call it a nightmare, the scene that awoke me involved you and niggas I ain't know they was creeping up close. I saw the heat tucked in they coats. You didn't notice cause you was busy counting dough. I tried to yell but nothing came out of my throat. Niggas cocked back the hammers and you froze in your eyes I saw hope. Hope of a better way to cope with the pain and the scars than the lean and the coat. And I swear in that moment I wish we were still Dang. close. Maybe I could have saved you but no trigger squeeze gun smoke. I opened up my eyes with a joke. Heart pumping like you same boat reach for my phone miss calls and a text message note from my mama saying you just got smoked damn this life is no joke damn now that's that that's that cool that's that j cool close you feel me that's that j cool close so 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 that lead me right into my first question why cool cool is different his he different to me like when i start listening to cole he talk about real life shit and that's what my poetry is about, real life shit. So the way Cole Bars is set up, the 
metaphors, similes, like it's crazy. If I don't got no inspiration when I write, I just listen to Cole and I just come up with some shit real quick. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. That's one of my... I'm not the biggest J. Cole fan, but I do have a top three albums to listen to. And that's one of them because they go... Um, my favorite from them is K.O.D. It used to be Born Center, but then K.O.D. came out. Yeah. So K.O.D., Born Center. I mean, K.O.D., Born Center than this. Got you. So that's 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 the that's the structure I'm in with it. Born Center, nah, Born Center is top one for me, like number one for me. I, the whole album from top to bottom was just crazy. K.O.D. cool too though, but for me, Born Center is probably his best album. See, Born, I felt I felt that way about Born Center for years, and. What happened with KOD, the reason why I shifted how I felt about it, when it first came out, I didn't like it. And the reason why I didn't like it, because it's the reverse of what you said. So you're not a fan of Kendrick, and it's usually Kendrick's voice. Yeah. Cole did a lot of playing with his voice, which made me think about right. Kendrick Lamar. Right. And I'm just like, yeah, why are you doing this? This ain't your style. This is that weird shit Kendrick do. Well, I'm a Kendrick fan, so you know what I mean? But then I went and picked it back up. Like, like Even on my podcast, I gave it like a seven. By the end of the year, we reviewed it. I went back, and they was like, yo, what's the best? I said, Cole shit, a 10. But like, and then they was like, what? You, you hated that shit? I said, nah, I did. But I only did it because we pinned Cole and Kendrick against each other. Yeah. So when you hear anything that sound like Cole from Kendrick, anything that sound like Kendrick from Cole, you feel some type of way. Of course. I said, man, Kendrick ain't dropped shit this year. I'm like, Cole just, it was just like, I love when you can give, it's something like poetry. I love when you can give me a message and good music. So you think you're dancing to something good, like, damn, it's a good ass song. You know, you dancing to a message. And that's the best and, and all that always reminds me of like Marvin Gaye. Mm, Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Like I'm gonna give you that soul, but it's gonna sound so yeah. succular. You're gonna think I'm talking about sex. I'm talking about loving your people, yo. Yeah. That's the kind of music I like. So for Cole, KOD was top tier. So poetry. Yeah. That's a that's a um since birth thing? Like, since, since since being old enough to understand it? Nah, or you nah. wanted to be an archaeologist or something? <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna lie. I grew up wanting to be a rapper. You feel me? Boy, okay. It, it didn't work out. You feel me? It didn't work out. Uh, I probably, I always tell my girl now, like, yo, I could be a rapper if I want to. She was like, you damn near a rapper. Like, you are. Pretty much, but. You are. You know who sat at the podium? Little Tupac Shakur. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's something about poetry, though. Poetry is a little different for me, just. It wasn't since birth. It was a uh, thing I started writing in 2016. So I started writing in 2016. I didn't start performing until 2022. Mm. So like I, when I finally got that confidence, like I started looking at what I'm writing. I'm like, nah, this, somebody need to hear this shit. And I, I got that confidence, and it's just been sh- straight shoot since. Yo, was it was it like a, like, <sighs> did you sit there like, you know, I'm about to write some poetry, da, da, da. or was it just like, I'm just writing shit, not knowing it's poetry. Nah, I knew what I was doing. You feel me? Okay. It, it was when I was going through some shit. So when I was going through some shit, like I didn't have nobody to talk to. I couldn't really tell shit to my friends. So I was like, I'm just write about it, and I, mm. and that's what I do now. I still do that when I go through stuff. I just write about it. And but the only difference is now I'm just telling people what I'm writing. Yeah, Yo, you ain't never think like maybe you could like write a book. Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely want to write a book. Definitely want to write a book. No, that's that's no, because my thing is I love poetry, right? And I love poetry. And my friend, I got a couple of friends that are real big Tupac fans, right? So when I was younger, I didn't appreciate Tupac at all. 
but the reason why I didn't appreciate Tupac at all because the one we met that was super blood, I smack a nigga. Yeah. Wasn't the one people raved about. Mm-hmm. But being a kid, you don't you don't understand that there was a Tupac before Death Row. Yeah, so see that. Yeah, when I see that, and I'm like, yo, Tupac was poet, right? So I think to myself, I'm like, Tupac was a poet. Then I see the videos of him rapping his raps as yeah. poems. And I was like, yo, this nigga, this. Then I start looking at everybody, my favorite rapper, Nas. Now I look at everybody who's deep rappers. Like, yo, do y'all know y'all writing poems? Mm-hmm. That people sure. need to hear. Yeah. Like before you said you like like that code, that was a that, that was some shit. Yeah, I, people who've been through that felt that. They like, know that. Yo, I know what that feel like, but like the reason why I say people who've been through that, that's one of my that might be one of the dopest songs I heard him ever make, only because I've been in his shoes of the person mm-hmm. he was he was rapping ass like, mm-hmm. yo, now you walk around with the pistol. T- I've been the dude that been friends with the dude mm-hmm. that has been that. And I'm like, yo, that ain't even what's going on, son. Like, poetry is hard, bro. Because mm-hmm. y'all can tell your pain or y'all can tell somebody else's pain. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I, always say I commend it. you, bro. Right, right. We clapping up for you, bro. I commend you, bro. I, I always say my, um, my uh, what I be saying? What's the quote? I really made this quote up like last week, and I've been saying it since. I said, my pain is sometimes other people's hidden trauma. You feel me? You said that to me in the DM, mm-hmm. and yeah. I told you that, 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 yo, look, y'all don't understand. He got a poem on his Instagram. I don't know if it's on YouTube. I don't know where you can find it, but when I, when I link his, when I link his gram, you're going to see it. He did a joint about the, uh, telling the man, the man, son. Crazy. When I wrote and it that, was, it was in my bag. I was in my bag when I wrote that. Yo, I sent that. I sent that to my fiance. Like, Pete, she a part of this whole thing. Like, I got a group chat. Everybody that's a part of my pod. I told you, we wasn't doing nothing today. I had hit some people up. They flaked on me. I'm like, all right, we just going to leave the day open so we can rest. I had just bought the new camera. I'm like, are we just going to chill? You posted that shit, son? I wouldn't have been able to get you here to April. You posted that poem? I was like, nah, son. I'm a, I even told my co you ain't got to come. I said, I got it, bro. You ain't gotta, I got it, bro. This short notice on you. I got it, bro. Yo, the reason why I love that poem from you so much is because I take it as an open-ended poem. Interpret it how you interpret it. Yep. Because the way I delivered it, when I told, when I sent it, I was like, yo, you know what I get from this poem? And they was like, what? When you said, yo, sometimes telling the person to man up and bring a man down, I instantly, before I even heard the rest of it, I said, yo, that right there feels like Yo, I'm being a man, mm-hmm. and you telling me to man up. Like, what you mean? That's not enough. I'm doing it. Like, yeah. but it's like, yo, man, that's, that's how I took it. And then when I listened to the rest of it, I said, damn, it might not mean that, but that's what it mean to me, right? Because I, I like that. I hurt my pride. Like, yo, I do all this. I protect. I provide. I'm a man. Just to meet another dude in a higher stature, man. You better man up, uh, bro. I could cry, my nigga. I'm mm-hmm. stressed, yeah. like. Like, like the number one, I told my best one of my best friends, I said, yo, men kill themselves with holding an emotion more than men kill themselves eating wrong or smoking and drinking. Yep. Like, my dad was a my dad had a stroke, paralyzed on his left side. Doctor said it was the healthiest stroke patient he ever seen in his life. Like he couldn't he couldn't even pinpoint how he had the stroke. He's like, what the fuck? Like, you're the healthiest person I've I've met to ever have a stroke. It's stress though. 
Paying all the bills, you're the man of the household. That pride won't let you say you need help. I'm a $200 short. You'll rather find a way to get it, overwork yourself. Yep. They be like, yo, he died in the sleep. He went to bed with eight hearts on his chest. Mm-hmm. So that poem, listen to me, people. That's some powerful shit he wrote. That's, that's some powerful shit he wrote. I'm going to give you that. I love that poem, bro. Appreciate that, bro. So was that a personal thing? Uh, personal. Every poem that you ever seen me write is personal. Feel me? So I, I'm not gonna sit here and just write something just off the top. Like anything I write is personal, and nine times out of ten, people relate to it. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to impact, spread a message, inspire. You know, let people know that they're not alone. That I'm feeling their pain too. Damn, bro. So your first time doing poetry on a on a on a joint, like on the on the stage, you was nervous. <laughs> yeah. He was nervous. Shit, the first time I recorded this in front of somebody, I didn't know I was nervous. It was one person. The guest came and bought one person I didn't know. I'm like, nah. Yeah. The first time I performed, bro, I, I look back to my first performance, to my last performance that you just saw on my page. There's so much growth. You feel me? As far as like when I first performed, I was nervous. I was scared to look at the crowd. I'm looking, mm. I'm looking down. I'm uh, messing up my lines and stuff like that. And it's just like I see the growth. So... I still get nervous to this day, but it's it's, I respect like, it. it's something that clicks on me when I when I touch that stage and I and I speak into that mic, all that all that just go away. Yeah, I, and I want to say, yo, is there anything I want? I got one more question before I go back to that. Is physical poetry a thing? Physical poetry, like how you was like, yo, you was nervous, you was looking down. I mean, you ain't really want to look at the crowd. Is there a way to deliver your poetry oh, yeah. in the physical? For you ever sure. thought about trying that? Or do you already incorporate it? Uh, I kind of try to incorporate it as far as um, I don't try to be so timid on stage. And okay. Just, and just like, just speak. Like, I want to, you know, use my hands, you know, whatever I can do to get my message across besides just my words. Like, if I can use hand gestures and stuff like that. Because um, it's a performance. You feel me? It's performance. Uh, it's supposed to perform. You so know? you'd be like, the dragon <laughs> <laughs> came across. The road, like that's a little old but people be doing that though. You gotta know how then to do it. Then the poem be asses. Ain't nothing worse when they do that shit. You look like he up there looking dumb as hell. Yeah. He like when the grass grows. <laughs> like what? The bird will fly. I've seen that. I've seen that. It's look, respect to everybody that crash. <laughs> you feel me? That's just not my thing. I know you see that. <laughs> Uh, iguana, <laughs> come <on>, get on. <laughs> what is? <laughs> I, got I got a question. Which y'all? <laughs> that nigga said a jack o' lantern <laughs> on Halloween. <laughs> Boom. Oh. Uh, all right, what's your, what's your own? Let me get serious. What do you think is the hardest form of delivery for poetry? Because you got that one I just explained. You got the one, y'all niggas on stage like Rock Kim. Mm-hmm. And then you got um that complicated ass poetry. Complicated. Like when the grass grows, it's blue and green and yellow. And you like, what the fuck is he talking about? You just going and it's like you're listening to Common. That's a. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I know some poets that. That that complicated poetry is a little different. You gotta really open your mind to what they're saying. Okay. Cause they may say some shit and it's like, I don't know what he just said. <laughs> what the fuck he 
You feel me? And then I'll dissect it later. I'll be like, I know what he was trying to do, but he could have said it differently. <laughs> like you ain't have to say all that. <laughs> all right, you watch battle rap? Oh yeah, for sure, everything. When I think about complicated, and this is my favorite battle rapper, so I'm a fan of the complicated poetry. I look at when I watch Loaded Lux battle, Loaded, oh, and that nigga nah. be like <laughs> the defeat miles, the defeat miles. Like, and for me, I'm like this nigga wild, and the nigga sitting next to me like, what the fuck is he talking? About? Nah, Loaded Lux. When I listen to Loaded Lux, I get the same thing. Like I don't be knowing what he's talking about sometimes, but when I I gotta I gotta rewind it, listen to it again. I'm like, okay, that shit was hard. Yeah, like, <laughs> like my man's this one, my man's literally this how I know he's talking about Lux. My man's a surf fan, and they battled surf, each yeah, other. I'm surf fan. Yeah, when I mean, they battled each other. He said, yeah, I gave your man's that. I said, my man's that. He said, yeah, I ain't know what the fuck he was saying, but that nigga kept choking. I'm like, what you mean? You know what he was saying? He was like, yeah, he was up there, picking mine with the Rick around with the figure. I'm like, shut the fuck up and shoot him. <laughs> I said, nah, bro. He a poet when he up there. He was like, what you mean? I said, yo, he's really poetry. Yeah. Like, like, like when they break down every round that I sketch bounce, ain't nothing smoother than Rusty Tools inside of a shed house. He could have said that way simpler, but that's what make it nice. Like, you sat there and took this weak-ass bar and made it a fucking 46-syllable flipper. Like, I'm like, that's what I mean? So All battle rappers, to me, all battle rappers are poets. I don't know. Some, Uh, Some of them niggas be... Big gun shooting your face. Now your shirt red. Battle rap to me is aggressive poetry. That's that's what I get from it. It's aggressive poetry. I think it's the same thing. We just talking about different things for real. Okay. Because then you got Daylight. I think he has a poetry delivery. Daylight, yeah, for sure. Averb has a poetry delivery. Averb has the delivery. I just don't think he got the rap poetry style. Mm, But his delivery is smooth and he do the clapping. So he's more of a poet. Like what he's saying is not poetry, it's how he's saying it. Yeah. It comes out very poetic. For sure. So look, see, we here with it. Look, you, you, you know, you know. I tried poetry once when I was in seventh grade, man. How'd that go? I got I got um they told me to shut up. <laughs> I'm about to tell you why. Like I didn't know if vulgar language was acceptable. Okay. So I I'm gonna do the poem for you right now. All right. I'm gonna do the poem for you right now. He professional. I'll this 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 is first of all, you're gonna see why they kicked me off two bars in. He's like, yo, we calling our man to the stage. They set up like a little pole. You know how schools used to hook you yeah. up? So my mother and them in the crowd. You know what I mean, I, I I never was a stage fright nigga. Okay. You know what I mean, but I don't like looking at people because it'll make me forget. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a stage fright nigga. So the way it was set up is, I mean, if you look right there, it look like you're looking at anybody. Gotcha. So you know, look straight ahead. You know what I'm saying? Bye, camera right there. You know. It was like, you ready? I was like, yeah. <clears throat> Bitch, have my money. Bitch, they like get off the stage. I'm like, <laughs> so the poem went like this: Bitch, have my money. Bitch, have my time. But don't you ever think you ain't mine. That's all the fuck I had. They never let me get to the end, bro. It was a, yeah, nah, look. <laughs> I'll be honest. I've heard worse. I've heard what? worse. I've heard They're worse. worse than that? I've heard worse. There's no way you heard worse than that. I've well, I don't know. Let me, let me disclaim again. That's the I don't care what you think. Uh, record label. Uh, this the IDC record label. Um, I believe you heard worse because that was phenomenal. So I want to throw that out there. If they would have let me finish, I mean, it would have went crazy. Next thing you know, I would have been out of here. But they ain't let that finish. But in all honesty, you heard worse than that? I've heard worse. I've heard some crazy shit. 
like I said, respect to everybody in their craft, but I've heard some shit that I wouldn't want to hear again. All right. What's your not not that you mean? What is the best poem you've heard? Whether it's from a famous poet or doing your open mic, you just ran into some nigga that was just like the Jay Z of poetry. You like nigga, who is this guy or girl or whoever? The best poem, the best poem I heard was uh, his name is Russian. His, his stage name is Rush. Rush the mic. Okay. I actually um, seen his name before. I just didn't know it was poetry. Yeah, his his stage name Rush the mic, and it's, I think it's called Cupid. Cupid. It's called Cupid's poem. Probably the best poem I've heard. Like my favorite poem to this day. It, it's crazy. If you haven't got a chance to listen, you gotta listen to it. So you seen him live? Yeah, I seen. I've uh, attended two of his shows. He uh, curates like poetry events, so I went to two of his shows. Where he from? From New York. Uh, I don't know what part of New York, but New York. All right. You ain't got to say no names, though. That's the worst poem you ever heard. Uh, you know they ain't going to, you ain't got to say no names, because you could have seen that 10 years ago, so it was the worst poem. All right, at least, at least can you remember a bad, like, like it was just like, yo, all this shit was bad. Like, the delivery, the setup, the, 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 what he was trying to convey the message. It was, I'm not saying no names. All right. it, it was a poem, I'm not going to say it was bad. But from beginning to end, I didn't understand a single thing. I didn't understand what he was trying to do. I didn't understand the message. <laughs> I didn't understand nothing. Me and my me and my mans was in the crowd, and we was looking at each other like, and everyone in the crowd hyping him up. Like, like what? what? Yeah. yeah, say that again. I'm like, what is he talking about? Uh, like I said, <laughs> respect to everybody in their craft, but I didn't understand nothing he was saying. He said, see, because when the gates open, the world knows. That God gonna keep you on your toes. <laughs> Cause if a dragon don't breathe fire, then the Mexican is a liar. Like what? <laughs> what? Don't make no sense. Then you got home and broke it down like Mexicans. Oh, dragons. Okay, Mexicans, dragon. That don't make no sense. <laughs> not at all. All right. You ever been told after being on stage? Like, not even on stage. You ever wrote a poem? Delivered that shit. Walked away like, man, I killed this. And they was like, yeah, that shit was ass. <laughs> As I told you, I'm gonna give you the real. You can get I, the nah. questions change when you ask for the podcast. I'm I'm gonna be real. No one's ever told me it was ass. Okay. But I know if I did something bad, when well, mm. people don't say nothing to me at all. If you don't say nothing <laughs> to me at all, I'll be like, all right, I gotta do better. I gotta yeah. do better. And they got off stage like, thank you for your time. It was like, mm-hmm. Yep. All right. <laughs> It comes with its wins and losses. You got to take it all to the chin. That's it. <laughs> and nigga got you was up there spitting that shit hard. And then you need to know and understand where you going. That's my time, y'all. The DJ in the back like. <laughs> That's all you got. Like, he was like, and that was well. It's happened. It's happened. Word up. It's happened. All right, you haven't got that in a long time, though, right? It's a. Uh, you had the night. It's, it's, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. The shit you be supposed to be yeah. fired. I'm I'm a fan of that. Like I like honesty. Yeah. And real talk, honesty be like, you ever been somewhere? Right. It goes back to battle rap. You watched the battle before, and said, "Yo, how the fuck that nigga when this nigga snapping?" Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm a person that call everybody out. Like, yo, ain't no way y'all didn't think that was fire, bro. There's no possible way y'all walked off. And this nigga came up here and said, hickory dickory doc. <laughs> the mouse ran up the clock. And y'all like, oh, my God. Like, no, no, no. When it comes to battle rap, though, sometimes uh, it be ass, but it be the way you deliver it. 
that might get people off their seat. You mm. feel me? It's all. I think battle rap really well, comes down to delivery. Well, well, shit. If Loda Lux my favorite battle rapper, you should know how I look at battle rap. Yeah. Like so, even if it's ass and you deliver it hard, I'll be like, yo, that was ass yeah. though. Like so, I look at poetry the same way. That's like true. I like, I like. You could give me a wild delivery, but you're talking to somebody that do music that like everything I like is unorthodox. My comedians, my my music, like. You can't find too many niggas that like Buster Rhymes, like like the old Buster, like when they throw in the '90s people. Oh yeah, yeah. See, you see how unorthodox it is. Yeah. I like unorthodox shit. Like, gotcha. That's why I love poetry. It's unorthodox. Like listening to a rap with no, like I like acapellas. Okay. Like Sizzler dropped the acapella on her album. I be fine, bumping yeah. that shit without the beat. Like, I'm like, oh, this is nice. Another person would be like, you listen to that shit with no beat. Like, yeah, like I'm, I'm an unorthodox person. I'm a um. Now, what's your favorite poem from you? From me? Uh, the last one that I, I just posted on my page. Yeah, see, that's, that's, that's my favorite one. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Since my favorite one, too. I ain't even hear all that shit, but I know that's, that's the one. That's the one right there. That shit was hard, man. That shit was hard, man. You feel me? I said that to a couple of deadbeat fathers. <laughs> and then look at the message, too. I said that shit like, you need to hear this. They was like, oh, yo, who bruh? A nigga telling you about yourself because I'm tired of doing it. <laughs> so now... Now, what's your worst poem from you? Worst poem. Like, you wrote it, you had confidence in it, and then as time went on, like, you ain't even get to perform it yet. You was just like, yeah, I'm probably going to not. I'm going yeah. to just leave this shit over here. I'm wailing. I got some shit in my phone I wrote in December. No one, no one is going <laughs> to I ain't know it's going to be that no, It was recent. It was December. <laughs> last month. No no one's going to hear that poem. Why? I, I looked over. I was like, nah, this ain't it. Let me. I didn't delete it yet. You feel me? But I was like, this ain't it. Don't nobody want to hear it. What's what, what what is the poem about? It's about women. It's about women. So is you not letting nobody hear it because you know the women gonna get on your ass, or you not letting nobody hear it because you just don't think it's good? It's the opposite of the first one. The fellas might get on my ass. The then you definitely gotta drop that shit. It's a touchy subject. You, you definitely gotta. You wanna spit it on him? Nah. Come on! Nope. Look, ain't <laughs> nobody here. There's no one here. Like, there's no one here. It, it ain't even finished. I ain't All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yo, when you finish it, bring it here, man. All right. Bring it here, because I'll be ready to get on some niggas' asses. Bring it here. Gotcha. Bring it here. You know what I mean? So that was. So now I'm going to react to the question. So what's your worst written poem? Because that's not a bad poem. It's just the criticism. You just yeah. like it ain't. My, so, my worst written poem was probably uh, in my earlier days when I started writing poetry. Uh, when I first started writing poetry, I call it ABC. So, like, it's real rhymey. Rhymey all the time. Every word got rhyme, time. Uh, like, it's crazy. Like, I, I don't write that type of poetry no more. We rhyme time is more to find. Yeah. Cactus Jack said hats is whack. Get what I'm saying? You that, like that? That's the, around that first time. That was, I don't write poetry like that. Like, I might rhyme a little bit in my poems, but I try to really expand the way I write. But when I first started writing, I was definitely rhyming a lot. And I ain't like that. So what, so, so, so who helped you? Like uh, what? What helped you get out of the? Um... I started looking at uh, different styles of poetry. I just started looking on YouTube, like poets, and I would see poets that rhyme. I would see poets that don't rhyme, and I was like, I was like, I don't really understand the poets that don't rhyme. But mm. I started watching them more, and I was like, okay, I know what they're trying to do. It's fire. I could do that, and I just ran with it. All right. Um, you ever seen Death Poetry, Jen? Seen a couple. Yeah. Seen a couple. Well, the whole thing is on uh, Tubi. Okay. Like all the episodes, I th- I believe that's Tubi. I'm not sure, but it might be Tubi. But uh, you uh, like like because you said you listen to the different styles and some people rhyme and some people don't rhyme. 
So which one caught you? Like, which which one was the hardest for you? Like, like, cause poetry might seem easy. Mm-hmm. That shit is hard. Yeah. Because like you always say, yo, I could be a rapper. But it's like, yeah, but now you got to turn that poet, mm-hmm. you got to turn that poem into a catchy hook. Yeah, you got to make sure it hit, it hit good on the beat. You Different. see what I'm saying? Like, 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 keep your head up as a fire poem. Mm-hmm. But what make it a fire song is, ooh, yeah. that, that, all, that lets them do two verses of poems. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when you write it, is it like a, yo, think of yourself when that shit ass. Yeah, it'd be like that. It'd be like that. <laughs> the hardest thing is the the hardest thing to me is the beginning and the end. To 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 find that beginning that's really that's really gonna catch people, it's like nah, that ain't gonna catch nobody. Cause the first three to five seconds is crucial. If you ain't catch nobody the first three to five seconds, they not listening to nothing you say. Mm. I agree. Yep. I agree. I seen a nigga talking about eating pussy. And I swear to God, that was his poem. And I hate poems like that. I'm not going to lie to you. I hate them too. Yeah, so he kicked it off. He's like, something, 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 sit on my face. All you heard was, woo! I'm like, nah, man. I, we could all do this. That's all that's what the whole poem was about. All right, so what poem, what, what style of poetry you think is the easy way out? The easy way out is uh, rhyming. I think that's the easy way out. Um, and actually, as a matter of fact, no, let me not say that. Because you could rhyme, but is it making sense for real? So that that's not it. You heard my poem earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Feel me, bitch. I, but I had a little bit of rhyme structure in it. Where's my money? You know what I'm saying? I got you. I don't know. I don't know what's the easiest <laughs> way out of poetry. I think poetry just in general is hard to write for for like it's not easy um to put stuff together to articulate your words. Like anyone that writes poetry, I take my hat off to y'all because it's not easy. For me, nothing is easy. Nothing is easy. You ever seen some fire children poets? I have. Have. I never seen the fire. I want to. I want to see a kid do some poetry. I seen kids rap. Uh, my boy Midnight, DJ Midnight, is about to battle a teenager for the blend battle. Yeah, so it's like I, I, I want to see kids do poetry because I want to see how. I mean, how deep they can get. Even though I know some of them be having those parents don't understand mm-hmm. when we. I don't want to <laughs> hear that shit. I want to see how deep you can go with the other poetry without stepping out of your age range. Yeah. That'd be the hard part. Like how much you gonna kids bop this poem? Mm-hmm. I seen I seen some kids poets, uh, not with my own eyes, but on YouTube and stuff like that. Okay, they be they be cool. Um, I really I got I got a daughter, so I really want to turn my daughter into a poet. Aww. You feel me? I, I wanna I wanna I don't want that to be like her main thing, but if she gravitate towards it because I do it, oh, we, she gonna be lit. She gonna be better than me. She be in the writing session nah, sometimes. Nah, nah, my my daughter not my daughter be two in May. Oh, so yeah. when she get older, you know, she gravitate towards it. It's lit. Yeah, but I'm the same way with my son in sports. I love him to play football, bro. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, whatever they want to do. If he want to do it, he can do it. I don't care what it is. So. Right. I mean, but I show him some of everything. Okay. So he right. see wrestling. He see the regular football, basketball. My father is an Olympian. Like, okay. he did he did the other sports, tumbling and stuff like that. So when the Olympics come around, I'm watching the bomb sledding. My father taught me how to watch the Olympics. Skiing. I don't care. Whatever you grab, whatever you want to do, bro. Theater, yeah. we go to the theater. His mom loves uh, plays and shit. So whatever you want to do, bro, don't bother me, man. As long as you don't want to be a UFC fighter. What's wrong with UFC? And then fuck that. <laughs> there, there will be no UFC fighting and there will be no boxing. You could do it as recreation. That shit would not be a professional sport. But if he real, what if he nice? He like They all get knocked the fuck out. Eventually, yeah. Except for George St. Pierre, which is my favorite. He, he never been knocked out before. Or knocked down. Like, he just got two losses by 
unanimous decision. This is this is why those two sports can't be played. Football can be played. I play football. By the time my son three, okay. by the time he had the football age, shit, they might not even be tackling no more. Mm. So you could you could the football I play, damn sure ain't the shit I watch on TV. Yeah. So he get a pass with that. Basketball cool, soccer cool. Boxing, you not hurting yourself, he hurting you. And you can't fix it. So there are there are less people who are legendary boxers that live like Floyd Mayweather than there are boxers who ended up like Muhammad Ali. Yeah, See true. what I'm saying? Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, Joe Frazier. They all look crazy. Like, like Evander Holyfield's eye is like... Yeah. And Mike Tyson bit his ear. Mm-hmm. But his eyes, are, that comes from getting beat up. Like this, 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 this. Oh, Oscar De La Hoya and Mayweather, probably the only ones that don't look hurt. Yeah, everybody looks like. Damn, who the fuck? Who I want to. I want to get my daughter in boxing, but just to protect us, recreational. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like even my son could do cage fighting. I know they ain't at practice trying to kick each other chin off. Right. right. First of all, as a, as a parent, think about it. Think about it because your daughter could do UFC fighting too now. So just think about it. Like you had to fight. You're like, yeah, baby, knock her ass out, and she knock your daughter out. Now, you can take the knockout. Like, all right, cool. I'm do it. That's coming with the game. Till you find out she hit her with her foot. That make the knockout totally different. You different. let a nigga hit you with his toes? It's crazy. No! <laughs> crazy. Yo, we street fight right now. We got enough respect for each other not to kick each other. Yep, yep. No! They don't care about that in UFC. I was at the bar. We was watching UFC. For, I wish a nigga would my house kick my face, bro. That's the shit you're not expecting in the fight, though. You you square with a nigga, you're not expecting to throw a kick. And like, I did martial arts. My father a martial arts instructor. No, no. no. Daddy, I want to do combat sport. I can't, I can't tell you no when you're like 16. You can sign yourself up. Right. I just hope he don't want to do those two sports. Learn how to fight right. to defend yourself. But let's not professionally get our ass whooped out. I mean, that's me in that ring with you. Like, Thanks. now I got to argue with my boys. Mm-hmm. But shut up. Your son just got his ass knocked out. See, I don't want to do all that. Do the two sports now. Ain't no fighting. Ain't no fighting. Shit, learn how to do it so you can be in movies and do martial art competitions. Cool. But nah, I ain't about to be paying for pay per view and niggas knocking you out the way. Yeah, that's crazy. And 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 the best get knocked out. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to clown it like, oh, you got knocked out. The world loves Mike Tyson. He been knocked the fuck out. Yeah. So it's like the best get knocked out. I just don't want you knocked the fuck out on my red. See, I could take you getting dunked on. Right. I mean, I could take you getting mossed. Nah, the dunk, the dunk is a little crazy. The, the dunk, dunk is a little, the dunk is a little crazy. But if you jumping to try to block it. I could be like, he only got ducked on because he tried to make a play. Right. He ain't quit on his team. How do I explain you blatantly catching an uppy and not seeing it? Like, your hands like this. You never blocked. That's just, oop. how am I explaining that? Like, Can't explain it. See? So, so then if my son anything like me, he a shit talker. Now you can't get in there and get knocked yeah. the fuck out because you over there like, what? I'm going to break your ribs. Nigga. Now you in there tapping out and shit. No. No, no, no. But, but, but. If he want to do poetry, I'm right there with him. Yo, why do y'all snap and not clap? Mm, I don't know. I, I I still don't know. I think snapping been a part of poetry since probably forever. Like, yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I really don't know why. I mean, when you on stage and they start snapping, you know you said something hot. So. That's true. They be like, yeah. All right, you ever got off stage? All right. What is the most 
celebrity moment you've had since doing poetry live for people? Uh, I went to a show to mm-hmm. perform at a show, and we sat down. And the girls behind, nah, rewind. When I, when I was standing in line for the show, I kept seeing these two women just look at me. And my, my wife next to me, she like, why don't women look at you? I don't know why they looking at me. I don't know. I don't know them. Say, look, baby, I don't know them. I don't know what that is. <laughs> so we sat down. We got inside. They sat in front of us. And they turned around and was like, ain't you Will? You performed in New York uh, a couple months ago. I'm like, yeah. They was like, oh, yeah, we loved your work and this, that. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I tried to, my wife right there, so I'm trying to play it cool. But in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that nigga. Don't you know I'm that nigga? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the most celebrity moment I had, right? I'm gonna tell you, tell you the most celebrity moment I had. My boy, um, my boy, uh, Juggernaut was just here. He was the, not the interview we just dropped this week, the interview we dropped last week. DJ Juggernaut, he hit me. He was like, yo, anybody you wanna get on your podcast, I got you. And I was like, all right, I've never given him a list yet. It's about 50. And he like, yeah, you know when you get to him, and you know when you get to him, and you know I say your jugs, <laughs> ain't got no dates, my nigga. <laughs> he was like, oh no, 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 don't worry about it. But when you get to him, I said, yo, I already had people lined up before we met. Let me get the. He like, nah, 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 nah. I told you, you look me out with an interview, I got you. Nigga just be texting me, but I mean random. I mean random. Like right now, we'll be talking here, send a text. Yeah, yo, what you think about? I got a dog trainer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so important. Like, yeah, this is so dope, y'all. And then, then um, when I talk to certain people, like how I just like how you doing this whole episode? Yeah. Every guest has told me two things. One, the ones who never did an interview was like, yo, thank you for the opportunity. Because people forget you could be as popular as you want. If you don't have nowhere to tell your story. Yeah. So that's one. And two, they'll be like, yo, you ask me questions. People who've done interviews, yo, you ask me questions that's never been asked before. Mm. I appreciate that. So I be feeling like as soon as the episode be over, they'll be like, yo, this shit was fun as hell. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, man, that's what's up. Thank you. I mean, there you go. You feel me? I appreciate that. I mean, so that's, that's that, that, that warmed my heart that I help people out because you could, you could be the biggest person in the world. And no one knows who you are at the same time. Yep. So, yeah, you could come up here. You could have you a good time. You could come laugh with us, play music, crack jokes. Da, 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 da. You ain't expect me to do all that poetry shit I just did. <laughs> nah, not at you all. see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But that, that's why I ask you, would you like it professionally or would you like to be in the experience? Right. Because I've had people DM me like, oh, yeah, I'll do your pod. Send me some of your stuff. And then the dude is sitting back like, oh, yeah, y'all vibing in there. Yeah. Because the whole thing is, I got to make you comfortable to talk. Because I could, you could give me an interview. You can answer every question I want. But you wasn't comfortable. So you gave me the generic, started doing poetry when I was six, and that was it. But that's yeah. not the truth, because you're leaving out so much other yeah. shit that played, you know what I mean? So that's why I be feeling like a celebrity sometimes. But the one thing I can say, I don't come with an ego. That's good. That's why I got the clip on my page that say, I don't give a fuck if you rake lawns for a living, if you do whatever, if you hang TVs on the wall. That's, that's the clip I saw on TikTok. I was like, I don't know. What's their what's the Instagram? <laughs> so I don't care if they read lawns as long as you're doing something positive. I'm going to give you a fun fact about that when, when, when all this go off. I'm going to give you a fun fact about that. That that whole episode. I'm going to give you a fun fact about that shit. But um, now I'm about to go all the way back. So what was the age 
when you was like, I'm going to try poetry? 18. 18. So it don't run in your blood nowhere. Mama, daddy, nobody. Nope. No. Solely me, 18. So, so what was mommy and daddy? Cops or some shit? Like, nah, nah, nah. They was... No, uh, I'm just saying like something totally different something from... Something po- totally different. Like, like nowhere near music? Nothing? Nothing. Yo. You sound like, oh... When I had my boy Jugging out here and I went to ask him about his backstory, he said, ain't no backstory. Ain't I said, no what? Backstory. He said, nah, nigga, nobody do music but me. I'm like, okay. No, it wasn't him. It was the, uh, DJ Midnight. He was like, no, nobody do it but me. I was like, well, he's, I'm the first DJ in my family. I said, all right, fuck it. We just going to skip all of this and go straight to you was on versus. <laughs> you know, so really like, so, so, all right, but did you have the liking for the poetry as a kid? Like, they knew you liked it. Oh, nope. you didn't? What the fuck? Nope. So when I was a kid, when I was a kid, they my family knew I liked to write, but um, okay, like, write stories, write short stories, stuff like that. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. You ever thought about doing short films? I thought about it. Try that shit out. Man. I thought about it. Yeah, they knew I liked to write. Uh, anytime in school, they teach be like, "Oh, I'm the best writer in class." to stand in third, so they knew I liked to write. But poetry was completely out of left field for them. Mm. So, did they get your first poem, or you read it to somebody else? Nah, my first poem was... Uh, Ready to your little shorties. Nah, my first poem was a little different. My first poem was um, in my grandmother's obituary. The first poem I ever wrote. I wrote for what? my grandmother's obituary. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did yeah. they know it was a poem? Yeah. You you read it at the joint? Nah, I, it's just in the in the paper. So but, nobody um, read it out loud? Nah, but... I would have read that shit out loud. Nah. And from well. <laughs> they asked me if I wanted to read it out loud. I was like, I don't want to read that out loud. <laughs> I was like, nah. But people read it. People read it. And they, people, my family was coming to me telling me how good it was, and you know, they appreciate it and stuff like that. And then since then, I just kept writing. That was your first poem? First poem I ever wrote. Damn. That was pressure. Yeah. Was that something you asked to do? Nah, my aunt asked me if she was like, do you want to write a poem? Because she knew I liked to write. But she, I was like, po- poetry? She was like, yeah, just write a poem. I was like, okay. And I wrote it. Everybody loved it. I was like, okay, so Did I'm good you at love it. it? Huh? Did you love it? Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Nah, because you know you could be writing from the emotion to really be ass. That's what I said. Did you <laughs> like you know you know what I'm talking about? You I know could what you're talking you talking about. Be sitting there like 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 think about it. You're not engaged now, right? Married. You married? Yeah. All right, boom. You was doing poetry before you met your wife. Yeah, right. All right. Poetry, so perfect example. Say you wanted to propose. I don't know how you proposed to her, and if, you know what I mean, but say you wanted to do it like a poetry style. I mean, to fit what you do, mm-hmm. you could be writing some shit like love is such and such such and such. So you you giving that shit your all, son. It's ass. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like so, so did you write, I mean, so you ain't write grandma shit, like. Damn. I wrote that. When I wrote, I wrote it real quick. Like, that's probably the quickest I ever wrote a poem. Probably wrote, like, five, ten minutes. And I looked at it, I was like, this is it. Like, I didn't have no second thoughts on it. I was like, this is it. That's beautiful, bro. That's be- I'm going to clap it up. That's, that's fire, bro. That's, that's, that's really, that's really beautiful. Like that, your first poem on that magnitude was for your grandmother, yeah. and you was able to deliver it. And out of all the questions I done asked you about poetry, that's the one you was the most confident answer. Yep. That's that's what's up, yo. Like that's that, that's really like yo. You don't understand how much that's fire, like because you would be like, man, you know, I don't really want to sing. You was like, man, my grandmother got the. I mean, I'm shocked Tracy that was your best poem. Mm. Just because of the sentimental value to it, like yo, that's that's my best shit. Right? Probably, yeah, probably, yeah. I never thought about it. This is this is you're a talented brother, you. and you should really try it with the music. I'm not gonna lie, do it, do it, do it like DMX do the prayers. 
Mm, I, I watched that the other day. It's yeah, crazy. It's crazy. Do it like that. Do it like that. Because even when he do his live shows, he ended with a prayer. Yeah. You can end your live shit with the poem. Bad. Like, oh, this shit's crazy. Oh, my God. I think it was wild. So when your next show? Uh, February 1st. Where? At, at the Met in Philly. Oh, no. I need something a little closer. Yeah, it's in Philly. Um, we open in for, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be saying information, but I'm going to drop it anyway. Well, the episode don't drop till the next week. So Got you. It'll, so, be, it'll be, uh, You'll be there. Got you. We, uh, I'm opening <laughs> for uh, Benny Siegel at, at the <laughs> Met. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be real crazy. So the opening act is a poet? Yeah. It's me and a couple It's a couple other poets, but I'm, I'm in that lineup too. But then again, Philly is. Philly is art. Like, yeah, creative. art. art. They R&B singers are poets. Yeah. Like, so that that's fire. So we're we going to, he opening up for Benny Siegel. When is it? February 1st. February 1st. Uh, honestly? Uh, you gonna already have performed? Yeah. Cause this drop next Thursday. So, so we good. We good. Yeah, you good. Yeah, he opened up for Benny Siegel. You feel me? They was in there. Well, well, I could pre-do it because I already know how it's gonna go. They're gonna be like, yo, snap for that nigga, yo. <laughs> and they're gonna be like, oh my God, this shit was so crazy. He was up there. He not even from Philly, he from Jersey. And then that's when Benny Siegel gonna come on, yeah, it's the Broad Street bully. <laughs> Shout out to Well from North New Jersey. He came through here and showed some love. Benny Siegel's big. <laughs> Benny Siegel's different. That's different. But this, wait, see, hold on. Let me look. Let me look what day February first is on. I got you. I got you right here. Let me see what day is on. Oh, you'll be out. Your, your clip will be out promoting. I bet. Same so, way. so I'll make sure the first clip you drop is you promoting that you opening up for Benny Siegel. Got you. And then they gonna do the poetry, and that's how it's gonna go. That's how he sound now. Ever since he lost his fucking lung, so. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, do you have a poetry team? Nah. Or are you got, just solo dolo? I'm solo, but I got a group of poets uh, that I stay close to. You know, we hold each other accountable and stuff like that. But I don't know if we call it a team, but we, we close. Probably sending poems to each other like, yo, what about this shit? Yeah. Ass. We keep it real. We keep it real. Be like, nah, I go back and work on it. And we, we go back in the lab and work on it. So, how many years? You said 18. So, how many years you been doing poetry? Uh, six years. I'm 24. Well, I'm about, I'll be 25 in April. That's fine. And you already married. You got a kid. Look at this. And you got a fair and angel. Yeah. Sure. See, I, see I, t- look, I be knowing. I be knowing. Even though you got some of them poets that's nasty. But I be knowing. <laughs> <laughs> I be knowing. All right. So before we get into Captain Facts, the top five poets right now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Top five. Yeah, what we doing? We got, I don't know if you heard of him, Black Chakra. From he from B more. I heard of him. Yeah, he's crazy. Um Rudy Francisco. I heard of him. So um next poet on my name is local poets. Uh King Camillera, he from New York. Just said Rush the Mike from New York. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna put myself in there too. You hear that? Yeah. I like that. You unmodest niggas. You you niggas that be up there like, uh, you know, excluding myself. No, include yourself. yourself. What the fuck is wrong with you? You ain't gotta make yourself number one. But you, your favorite poet. I mean, I respect that, bro. I respect that. So we got a game we play called Cap Effects. Got you. Right? So this game, we ask you five questions. Right? If you agree with them, you say cap. I mean, you say facts. You explain your question. You explain your answer. If you disagree, you say cap, but you explain your answer. You can't say either or. You can't say both. All right. Bro. All right? First question. You can't succeed without failing first. 
Mm. So why do you think that's cap? You the second person that say cap too. So why do you feel like that's cap? Uh, I'm a big believer in. I understand failures come with the game, but I'm a big believer that if you prepare yourself and you work hard enough, you you only making the recipe for success. You feel me? So you don't gotta fail in order to succeed. You you can succeed off the bat if you work hard enough. Damn. That's the greatest answer I ever got from this question. We've been doing this shit for like a year. <laughs> All right, second question. Hard work beat talent when talent doesn't work hard. Facts. Facts. I would say you got to explain it, but I think it's going to be the same example everybody gets. Yeah. Explanation. You yeah. remember? So yeah. I understand it. Because you got some poets, like you said, you got some poets that ain't all that. And they outshining the poet that is all that because they he working. not he not working. Yeah. All right. All right. You need a team around you. Facts. Okay. Why do you feel that way? Because you also said you're independent. You need you need the right you need the right people around you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, I think everything is a learning process. You you gonna have to learn from a whole bunch of different avenues. So if you have the right people around you, they'll le- they'll teach you some stuff that you didn't know nothing about, and vice versa. You could teach them some stuff. So I think you definitely need you probably don't need a team, but you at least need someone in your corner that's gonna hold you accountable for real. For real. Mm. I respect that. Uh, third question. I mean, fourth question. Overreacting has its consequences. Facts. And why do you feel that way? Overreact when you overreact to things like some people don't even think about the consequences when they react to stuff. They just react and then later on they be like, "Damn, I shouldn't have did that." So, overreacting definitely has its consequences. You all, you always got to be logical and think about every possible thing that can happen. All right, all right, all right. I see you. Fifth and final question. If you don't enjoy doing it and not getting paid for it, it's not the profession for you. Facts. Fucking somebody finally agreed. I made that one up. Because don't usually race better. That's my shit. Why do you feel that way? Please let it be the same reason. But I always say, me personally, I would do poetry for free because I just love to do it. That's what I'm talking about. Because I don't get paid for this. Like, if I get, if I get. <laughs> I get paid. Well, I get paid for this a little, you know, a little something, something. But, but you, but you used to do it. Exactly. I, I would if if God came down and told me right now, I, you will not make a dime for doing poetry. I'm still gonna do it because this is what I love to do. I don't need I don't need money to keep doing this to make to drive me to do this. I'm gonna do it myself. You know what? I'm gonna give you one more quick. I got one more. So it was one more in the clip. I just said stability is a must need. Facts. Why do you feel that way? Uh, you need stability. I think stability is what keeps you grounded. Um, you know, if it's financial stability, emotional stability, physical, like everything all around the board, you just need to stay grounded and um, just stay, at the end of the day, you just got to stay true to yourself. You feel me? So if you got that stability and stability is going to give you confidence for one. Yeah. Yeah. So um, eventually you want to work towards stability, but you don't want to make that the main thing, but you mm-hmm. definitely want to work towards it for sure. You know what? And that's Cap Facts. We appreciate you for that. And I appreciate you for taking the time out to come sit here with me and talk about poetry and all that. I got one more question. We going commercial. Completely commercial. Like fully commercial with this answer. You could do an all time. And I'm talking Maya Angelou and them. You could do recent. The hottest. I mean, period. 
Who the most overrated poet of all time? Ooh. Yeah. Let's get into it. People ain't gonna like me for this ah. one. That's called the what? Cap of fact. Nah, not even that. You want to, I don't care what you hey. think. Ah, see what I'm saying? I still classify Kanye as a poet. I'm going to say you're really. You got Kanye on the poetry? Yeah. Been left. He's still in that. I think he's still in that, though. I think he's still in it. Kanye West? Yeah. All right. Oh. Musician-wise, who would you put with the poet? Mm. I know you got cold there. Yeah. Whether you like Kendrick's voice or not, he he's go with the. He's yeah, there. he's there. <laughs> got Nas. You can't deny Nas. Yeah, that's my favorite rapper all time. Yeah. Um, even Biggie. Biggie's a crazy storyteller. They're the first person to put him in a poet category, though. Yeah. Because you know they always compare him to Pac. And that's like. Pac is a poet. Though. Yeah, Pac yeah. is like a real I write poetry. Yeah. Dude. yeah. I say Biggie because he's a storyteller. He'll tell you a whole story from. from so start of the song to the end of the song, and that's what poetry Yo, is. Yo, you got a point, because I got a story to tell a cappella as a poem mm-hmm. would be crazy, yo. Yep. So, uh, I can't be thinking nobody else. You want to put Jay there? I don't listen to J. Cole. I mean, not J. Cole, J.G. I don't listen You're to the J. first human I've ever met. <laughs> now, they don't think he the GOAT, but you the first one that don't listen to Jay-Z. I don't listen. I mean, I listen to the earlier Jay-Z, but as time went on, I was like, I ain't, I ain't jacking Jay-Z before. I got you. Wale? Wale, yeah, for sure. He a true Wale. poet too, yeah, right? definitely is. Definitely is a true poet. Uh, I don't know if you're going to like this or not. I, I would throw Drake in there. Earlier Drake, though. Like the, mm. er, the early years of Drake. Right now, Drake a little too poppy. I'm going to give you Drake because he he has a lot of talking head songs. Mm. Yeah. Where it's not really like, like Marvin's Room. Yeah. It's like a more, that, that's a poem. It's just delivered sure. in the kind of feeling. It's how because you could deliver a poem just like he delivered it. Yep. So I give you Drake. Now there's a chance he ain't write it, but I give you. Drake. <laughs> that's, that's, that's I, will, I will. I will give you Drake. All right, I give you Drake. All right. So you removing Kanye? Well, no, you keeping Kanye. You just feel like he overrated. Yeah. So out of all the names you name, who's underrated? Wale. I I agree. I agree because if you're gonna put, I feel like if you're gonna put Tupac on that plateau and he's a pure poet, how's other people going in front of Wale as a pure poet exactly. as well? So I yeah. give you that. That's facts. I give you that. But man, that was nice. So so I got I got I got. I asked you before we rode the cameras, man. You got a little poet, a little something, something. Got a little something. Ah oh, shit! Let me turn my mic down. Let me I'm not interfere. Let me not interfere in this. Let's see. I'm gonna give you the uh, the poem that you saw on my page. Whoa. But you only heard the clip, so I'm gonna give you the whole thing. I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm excited. I'm t- I'll turn my mic down. I'm excited. Hold on. Let's see. I know this by heart. I'm just refreshing. <clears throat> Growing up as a black boy, there's some things I wish I could unlearn. Things such as we don't cry, we don't show emotion, we don't ask for help, and we damn sure don't know how to properly communicate. But one thing we better learn how to do is stay in my bubble of black boy joy. To be able to convey my feelings and emotions amongst other people is called communication, but it's formally known as petrifying to me. Everyone thinks I'm the type of guy that doesn't speak his mind, and I'm the type of guy that holds his tongue, but how can my tongue pronounce words from language that is foreign to me? Words like I love you. Words like I'm proud of you. The word love never got a chance to fly off the lips of my pops, glide across the room, and land on these eardrums. I knew he was proud of me, but affirmation just wasn't a thing in his household, so don't you dare bring a physical touch. Because sometimes I had to tuck myself in that night and hug myself to sleep. I'm not 100% certain. 
but I'm pretty sure I used to talk in my sleep. That was the only time freedom of speech was allowed in my household when I was unconscious to what I was saying, because deep down I knew that the four walls of my bedroom knew more about me than the one man that raised me. So when he would send me to my room for speaking out of term, he didn't know that my bed was my comforter and not my confinement, helping me dream about the day that I would muster up the courage to teach myself how to properly communicate. Instead, I walk through the days having vivid nightmares about me saying the wrong things, so I keep my mouth closed, giving my demons, I mean generational curses, full control. It's funny. How being told the man up can easily bring a man down. I was taught to handle my business, but never got taught to handle my emotions. I learned how to throw a punch before I learned how to throw my words so it doesn't even get that violent. I was taught that every tear that drops will make the floor beneath me weak, and I will fall through like every other unresponsive black man because nobody cares. Unless I'm in a box or I'm on the block. But either way, I still meet my death within those corners. But until then, it is my duty to keep my chin up and my head held high because I cannot show no signs of weakness. I must act as strong as I look. My voice shall not crack under the pressures of being a black man because this black man must stand firm in his bad communication skills. It's not easy. Trying to rip the Band-Aid off of wounds that have yet to heal, but damn it, I'll do it anyway. I'm already cursed with these scars. Because every time the tip of my tongue touches the roof of my mouth in efforts to communicate, I am frightened. That I will utter out blurs that were passed down from my ancestors because they didn't know any better. It's crazy. That these false contagious teeth he's not laid in the palm of my hands and I'm scared to touch my son. Scared because what if he ends up like me? Being silent in places where he should be loud, being loud in places where he should be silent, confusing communication with confrontation, but that's just what happens when we have a generation of boys trying to be men. Now it's my responsibility. To raise and lead my son in the right direction, I don't even know if it's safe over there. Is it safe to cry? Safe to show emotions? Safe to ask for help? Safe to learn how to properly communicate? Because if it's not, what if my son finds himself being in a bubble of black boy joy? Will it be my fault, or will he blame it on his ancestors like I did? Poem. Have a mic turned down. Let me tell you, look. Let me tell, me, me tell y'all something, right? I ain't even hear that first half. So, that, listen, the whole first half was new to me. Like he said, I only heard the clip. When he did the man up, man down, I didn't know that was in the middle of the poem. Middle. I thought that was the end. I ain't got no snaps. I ain't got no snaps. I want to tap. Damn, that was good. Yo, you fire, bro. Thank you, bro. Yo, we want to. About to cry. Then when he did it with the ancestor joint at the NC, y'all not listening, bitch. Where's my money? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I ain't know his level, but we want to thank Well again for coming out. Well, tell them where they can find you. Y'all can find me on IG at WillJD3. That's W-I-L-L-J-D number three. And that's that. That's it, man. Everyone, thank y'all for coming through the world. I don't care what you think podcast. We'll see you next week. The better the chatter. The better the watch. You fit in the description. Watch your head in the drop. Ahead of my time. I'm never going to stop. I'm what they've been missing.